Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Whoa, wake up. Wakey, wakey. <laughs> this is uh, Loretta Brown. This is the original Loretta Brown show. Radio to open the heart, heal the soul, and awaken the consciousness. Wakey, wakey. Benny, I see you over there. Right and I see you back. Those are wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Like yeah. old school ways. I'm sure now it's a little more, you know, um, wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> So to speak, maybe some oats in there, some some grains, some berries, you know. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Um. My my parents were old school, right? You know, and um, <laughs> it was the first wake up call. My dad would come and he'd just open the door, wakey, wakey. Aww. You know, eggs and bakey. Yeah. See. And then of course I didn't want to get up, right? So the next thing would be he'd flip the light on, right? Yep. And then I'd go under the covers. And the third thing was, if he came in and the covers came off, you knew you really right. had to get Yeah. You got to get going. You got to get moving now. Because you have to walk in the snow in both directions with no shoes on up a hill. And I think that, that might have been the story, too, back in the day. Yeah. And you got to feed all the animals before right. you go. Yeah. You've got to go out to the farm, feed the cows, the chickens, the ducks, everyone. Get, make sure they got water. That's right. And then you can That's come in and, 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 and have some breakfast. And the, the dinner That's bell, right. the dinner bell, get the ring. Yeah, it was. Yeah, mom <laughs> actually had a dinner bell. That's so funny. That's so cool. Yeah, so anyway, everybody <laughs> listening, I hope that got you up. You're probably all out there now thinking about your cup of coffee or something, your tea, you know, whatever. And uh, here we are. Oh, my goodness. February 17th. Oh, we're in the middle of who knows what. Lots of stuff going on. Love month. Anyway, the, it's the middle of love it month. Is. It so, is the love month. So, so do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mars and Aries are up there kissing each other. They're the cosmic lovers. And they, I think I told you this last week, they're often not, <laughs> you know, Mars is <laughs> Aries, Aries and Venus, I should say, right? Um, he's always off fighting battles, you know, because he's a warrior, you know? And <laughs> Venus is like, now, now, honey, now, honey, let's make love, not war. And he's like, rah. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> well, that's maybe a good roar, <laughs> not a bad roar. <laughs> that might be a topic for a show for another day. <laughs> I'm just sending a little energy out there. I hope I'm making yeah. people laugh. <laughs> Our guest likes that too today. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, there is a lot of, as I say, fire in the sky. And of course, we just entered the year of the water tiger. Rah, and there we've got is. a big full moon in Leo. Oh, the heart, the heart, the heart. And the heart, you know, is something that we really need to address. I, I my guides told me a, a couple of weeks ago, this is the year of the heart. So it's, uh, you know, it's got a lot going on. But anyway, let me introduce myself. I'll get into quick astrology. I know hearts. Thank you. Thank you to you. And to my guest, Christopher, hearts to you too, even though you're like, what is going on here? Yeah, he's loving it. Yeah. I love it. He's in the right I'm going to tell you something really quickly, by the way. Sure. When, when you when you say uh, you know uh, you got woken up eggs and bakey you know my father used to knock on the door time to get up he'd give you one chance and then he'd start hoovering vacuuming the carpet and you could hear it from you know <laughs> and it's coming closer oh my goodness you know and then the door flings open and <laughs> now that will get you up yeah <laughs> kudos kudos kudos. Well done. Well done. Yes. Well done. <laughs> I now I now need to find a vacuum cleaner sound effect <laughs> for today's show. 
is, I could do that for you. Uh, no, yeah, I you're right. Say, I, you I know, don't Chris, even need it. You're doing that pretty good. Yeah, I right. think you've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got well trained as a, a youngster. Yeah, well, you know, I, uh, <laughs> noise, you know, there are ways to deal with things as opposed to, yeah, as I say, yelling at each other, right? You know, the <laughs> fingers are the easiest to. <laughs> so. I that's just great. I know Benny's trying to find that vacuum cleaner. I know he's doing it. Oh no, I'm good now. <laughs> I'm good. Anyway. I gotta, he, he's got it covered for me. All right, all right. <laughs> so anyway, I'm the owner of Reiki Oasis, located here in the greater Seattle area for the last 27 years. Hard to believe, hard to believe. And uh we're out there, we're doing great work. You can find out everything about me at ReikiOasis.com and schedule everything at schedule.reikioasis.com. Big shout out to uh, my webmaster who's helping me work on upgrading everything because <laughs> I've been around a while. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> anyway, this coming Saturday, February 19th, under the energies of powerful things going on, I will have my monthly class for women called Temple of the Divine Feminine and I need you, I need your hearts, I need your beauty, I need your love, I need your divine feminine energy. So please come, uh, we do it via Zoom, uh, and, and it just works a little better that way for people. Also on Sunday mornings, I have Sunday meditation with Loretta at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Sundays. If you can't be there at 11, don't worry, I record it and send it to you. And the whole idea is my business is called Reiki Oasis. It is an oasis for meditation and uh, channeling and higher consciousness and trying to help us, uh, I don't know, figure out who we are, why we're here. Why are we here? <laughs> what are we doing here at this pivotal time on planet Earth? You came for a reason and my greatest joy is helping you step into the knowledge and the power and the doing of that. We need your gifts. Don't hoard your cookies in the closet, share them, give them out there. That's how that, <laughs> that works. <laughs> Did I talk about cookies last week too? I got I, cookies on the brain. I think, I, I think you have, and yeah, you have a little sweet tooth working there. I, yeah, you know, maybe I need some sweetness. Uh -huh. Anyway. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> well done. Too much personal information. All right. Not so, for this show. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> Um, astrology, yes, big, beautiful, huge full moon in the sign of Leo at the very same time that Venus is conjuncting Mars. That means they're together, they're holding hands, they put their arms around each other. And this is a big hearted moon, very, very big hearted. It's wanting us to take a look at the issues around the heart. Now this could be relationships, it could be money, it could be, I'm just gonna say joy, like what happened to your joy and your lightness of being and your happiness? And I'm kind of saying to everybody, you know, it's time to bring play back into our lives. Um, the things that really matter are often the small things. You know, uh, sometimes I have the privilege of working with people at the end of life. And, and if I talk to them about their life, they don't talk about their great big huge corporate job, they talk about their families or their loved ones, or you know, the the simple beauty of music or the sun sunrise or sunset. So I think that after the last couple of years, we need to make sure we're brushing ourselves off and standing up in a new way. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so glad to have my guest coming on the show in a minute. So rather than as I say, waiting for XYZ to occur, 
so that you can take charge of your life or be happy, I want to remind you, you're a co-creator. We're doing this together. So let's just, let's do it. Let's not wait for it. Let's, let's make it happen. And of course, I'm that fiery girl. So I'm always going to do that. With Venus and Mars coming together, it's going to make us take a look at our inner balance. Are we balanced? Are we in alignment with who we know ourselves to be? When we're too masculine or Mars driven, we can find ourselves being impulsive, rash, angry, battling, acting before thinking and looking before leaping. If we're too feminine or Venus driven, we can find ourselves in a state of pity or if we're a victim, we have, we're powerless and we can feel too driven by our emotions and we might find it hard to take direct and decisive action. And by becoming aware of where we may be experiencing the imbalance, we can bring ourselves back into harmony with greater ease under this Venus-Mars conjunction. And it also might be the time to reach out to my guest and get some healing work. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then we got big stuff coming up because we are entering Pisces season um, over the weekend. We're, the sun is moving into Pisces. What is Pisces? Pisces is, is um, water, emotion deepness and a uh, Pisces is a sign of spirituality it is the very last sign of the quote unquote Western zodiac calendar and I always remember we're greater than the stars and they are like the weather so we do sometimes take a look at them and I want to point out one thing and then bring my guest on we are <laughs> headed toward February 22nd 2022 it's coming up in a couple of days everyone's been talking about it all month the you know it, it, we went from 2 to 2022 to 2 2022 2022. I feel like I just need to talk in binary code and maybe we'll get a message coming in. Um, but there is a sacred geometry, all of these things. There is energy. A lot of people are talking about this. I'm not going to go deep into it. You can Google it yourself because um, there's different ideas of what this means. But two does re represent relationship, duality. And sometimes we look at the number 11, which is a master number of the messenger. And if we add one and one, we get two. So there's, there's big work here to be done. Uh, we're right on time. Um, we've got Saturn doing some things in the sky. I'm, I'm not gonna go into it big heavily, but today, big day in the sky, especially through Vedic astrology. And this big moon is an illuminator. It is bringing truth out and uh, change. And remember, we always say, well, I want to know the truth. Well, do we? I don't know. Sometimes we don't want to know the truth, right? That's the truth. So anyway, thanks for listening. I'm going to bring my wonderful guest in. I'm jumping up and down, trying to stay grounded so I can actually uh, ground this information. <laughs> <laughs> my guest is Dr. Christopher Macklin, PhD. He is an author, a powerful health and wellness practitioner, who was born a highly aware oh, psychic child in Chester, England. Oh, I relate to that. Christopher Macklin was able to perceive energy fields, spirit activity, and multidimensional phenomena from a very young age. He currently uses alternative and mainstream modalities to help people with their modern day illnesses. And Christopher works with thousands of clients international and he's able to heal many people simultaneously. What a wonderful gift. 
He and his wife, Amanda, have founded the Global Enlightenment Project to serve and awaken humanity and to support the healing needs of people all over the earth. They live at their center in Branson, Missouri. He's the author of several books, including Centering the Mind, Healing of Chronic Stress, Anxiety, Depression, ADD, OCD, and PTSD in Children, Adolescents, and Adults, and also a great book, History, Truth, and Healing. Welcome to the show, Christopher. Yay, thanks for having me on. We're going to blow everyone's pantaloons off, I'll tell you. It's going to be great. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. <laughs> Not that type of show. Or maybe it exactly. is. Maybe it is. <laughs> Betty has to um, edit and, and uh, censor us a little bit. No, no, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Pant- pantaloons is an old British name. It's, it's, it's all about the fun, you know, so. Yeah, I love it. So, um, Christopher, I, I've got a feeling a lot of my listeners might not know who you are or anything about you can you give us a little bit of history and yeah you were born a psychic sensitive child with lots of strange happenings just kind of bring us up to date yeah i mean when i i I realized kind of when i was four um i remember being in my bedroom and there's a big old reptilian thing in the corner of the room oh so i shouted my father who's not really aware of anything, but and I said, Dad, Dad, there's a, there's a reptilian in my room. It was an anarchy thing, about 10 foot six tall. And he comes running in, where is it? It's there, you know. And the thing is about entities or, you know, uh, interdimensional beings, you can feel them. If they're not good, you can feel that, you know, like dark feeling in your chest. Oh, this is not good. Of course, he couldn't see it. Oh, it's just a bad dream, but it's still there. <laughs> so, anyway, when he'd left, you know, I learned to mask them, you know, with the power of intent and said, get out of my bedroom, it was gone. Oh, that worked. And so even at the age of four, you know, I understood that people didn't see things. I saw craft in the sky and all sorts of weird things. And, uh, you know, but you just learn to not tell anybody because if you do, they're going to take you down to the psychiatrist and inject you with all sorts of stuff, you know, to numb you down. And I didn't want that, you know. And then obviously life moves on, went into corporate system, um, still, you know, uh, saw things, still looked at healing and things, but really didn't concentrate on. So I went in the corporate system and I got huge jobs with Philips and Marconi and got paid a lot of money and I used to go to work thinking, is this it? You know, there's got to be more than this, you know. You've got to be kidding and couldn't stand the job. I mean, I don't like the word hate because I never hate anything but didn't enjoy the job at all. It was just a paycheck. Of course, you know, God decided in 2007, we're going to change your life. So crushed the whole life. Uh, went bankrupt for millions of pounds, and um, and it was a great journey. Didn't realise at the time, you know. I remember sitting in the middle of Manchester, though. This is not funny. I've got two Walmart bags with a few shirts, and I've worked all this time for twenty-one years. What's going on? They said it's the right time. You know, How do you mean it's the right time? It's the right. You'll see. You know, and, and I did. I went on a great journey. Loved it. Been without food for you know twenty-one days and seven days at a time because I didn't have any money, but it was a great. Uh, education for manifesting because when you haven't eaten for 21 days you kind of get a little tired and look you know I need some food and I said okay dear god I command that I get food right now and I thank you god and within 15 minutes it all arrived it taught me to manifest you know it was really good and that was in Belize um and the, the money came for the most dodgy guy in Belize you know, 
don't tell anyone, look, here's 50 Belize dollars, and it was like $15 here, and that fed me for two weeks. So, you know, you have to go through the journey to really understand and get that power behind you, you know. It's really important. Um, I so hear you. Um, I, I, I spent the last year working with my uh, group of women uh, talking about brokenness, being broken open, and what that means as an initiatory uh, passage, right? What happens to us? And um, I think sometimes we do need to be popped open or stopped or redirected, you know, call it whatever you want, but that's a powerful experience. So you had oh, yeah. a lot, if I heard you correctly, you had a lot, you had a lot of money on the job and all this stuff. Yeah, and, and so all the spit within four weeks up. You've got to be kidding. <laughs> but it taught me about stuff. Well, one embarrassing thing, I'm going to point this out, it's really interesting, is that when I was in that, you know, someone led me the part that I couldn't afford anything, you know, nothing. And I had a Bentley at the time, which is a very expensive bit of tin on wheels, and it was in the parking lot, couldn't put gas in it, and I was kind of almost embarrassed. Though. And it gave me time to think, what the heck did I buy this daft car for? You know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And I was embarrassed. And I was waiting for it to be repossessed. And anyway, life moved on. And, you know, of course, in Belize, when I was in Belize, I met this lady who was in Hollister, Missouri. She said, come and stay with me for a little bit, you know, and uh, did some healing there. And then, you know, I actually moved to Branson and Hollister. And now, you know, like I say, one thing that, you know, one thing I did when I first started the ministry is build it, they'll come. Okay, so we open the doors and nothing's happening. And so, you know, I waited three months and where's the people? And uh, suddenly I said, okay, God, where's the people? It's all within, get out there. Oh, okay. So as soon as I got out there, first place I ever went to was um, uh, St. Petersburg in, you know, in, um, in Florida and uh, went to the Unity Church, the uh, bookshop there. And, you know, I just walked in and there was like tons of people there, you know, and then, you know, they're all sitting down. The place was packed. And I said, why on earth do they want to come see me? They don't even know me, but they feel the energy, of course, you know. And uh, and anyway, that's a lot of the door and people are banging on the door. I want to come in. <laughs> this is nuts. You know? But it was, it was beautiful because it made me realize that God's got your back if you really surrender. And I did a deal with God because, you know, when I first got it, I hated money. I hated it. Couldn't stand it. And hatred was it, you know. And uh, and this pastor sat me down from you to church. He said, well... Yeah, you hate money, but if you if you do a healing on somebody and they give you some tomatoes or letters, which I accepted, can you pay your electric bill? No. What about a hairdresser? Uh, that would be a no. She said, what do they need? I said, dollar bills, you know, to pay the bills. And she said, well, but what's the difference? You know, it's still energy, you know. And yeah, you're right. And that got me over the, the hump of not charging on this because, you know, now we have 10 staff. It's It's a big company. We have to pay the staff and everything else. And I know people criticize you sometimes, say, well, how dare you charge for healings because it's God's gift. Well, you know, the IT equipment we have, $60,000, $80,000, and all, this, all the things you have to buy for infrastructure, if you didn't do it, you wouldn't do it. So, you know, I feel very comfortable. And, you know, to get over that as well, we do um, a healing three times a week by donation. If you don't, I always tell people, you don't have any money. I've been there. I got the T-shirt on that one. So please come on, you know, three times a week. It's an hour healing. So, but it was, it's been an amazing journey. You know, sometimes when you're in it, you don't realize. But the biggest things that happen to you, it doesn't matter how bad they are, are the absolute best for growth. You know, they really are. I, um, I so love what you're saying. Um, 
you know, years ago when I started my own business, I, I struggled. And of course, I, I, I train uh, healers, right? You know, I work with people. And that issue about around money is a huge issue. I think we have oh, yeah. woundedness around it. And we've been enslaved by it and so forth and so on. But I, a long time ago, was told by um, my guides that we're, we're talking about an exchange of energy. And in our modern world, I mean, if we lived in a different culture, a different time, you could give me, a, you know, eggs and a chicken and okay, that'd be fine. But in today's modern world, money is an energy. And I actually think we need to bless it and raise its consciousness. And I've oh, also yeah. had had criticism and I tell people, I, I can't charge you for the gifts, right? The gifts are, are God given, whatever, who or whatever God is, but you are, you are helping to support this work and you're also uh, paying for my time, right? That's how I look at well, it. Well, exactly. And people always go back to Jesus. Well, Jesus, I mean, I love Jesus. I'm not a Christian, but I love Jesus' teachings. And I always say to them, look, you know, go back to 2,000 years. You know, he got a free bed for that. He got free transport. He had people around him who, you know, gave him food. And then, you know, when it comes to wine, of course, he converted water to wine and he was an old tippler, you know, so he used to tipple every day. And, <laughs> Listen, I always tell them, what's good for him is good for us. <laughs> and, you know, people say, well, you know, I'm super spiritual. I don't drink, don't smoke, don't, 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 don't. Well, what do you do? You know, in this crazy world, you've got to live life. You know, it's okay to have a few glasses of wine. It's okay to have a beer now and again. You know, don't, people shame themselves because they get this uh, idea that you can't do anything. And, of course, you've got to live life and enjoy it, you know. Um, I always encourage people to do that. I say, well, can I have a glass of wine? Well, of course you can. You know, wine's actually really good for you, you know, red wine and things like this. So I don't, you know, recommend drinking five bottles at a time, of course. But, <laughs> you know, everything's no. moderation. It really is. Otherwise, you're going to be, uh, it's going to lower your vibration. Everything's about, about balance, you know. Healing's it's, about balance. Yeah, it's about balance. So can you talk a little bit about what happened that got you into the work that you're doing and... Uh, who do you work with? Well, I was born, I, when, when I went to Belize, um, you know, bankrupt, of course, I've got a ton of time, like four years where I was bankrupt, just struggled. And, you know, um, this guy sponsored me to go to Belize. So I went to Belize and, and it gave me a lot of time to think. And I remember going to Chantovic, which is a Mayan temple. Now, of course, the Mayans kind of got it wrong. They were, you know, all about sacrifice, whatever. But the temples they built were very powerful. And of course, the energy was. So I sat there and I got, you know, um, visions. They showed me past lives, you know, and uh, I spent the time looking at the past lives and thinking, okay, well, I did that then. Uh, need to be getting on with it now, you know. And I knew I had gifts, um, even to the point where I could do some extraordinary things. You know, when, when you're on your own and you can, you know, demonstrate things to yourself and really get in that God space, and I'm talking really up there, uh, not very ground, well, not ground at all. You can do some extraordinary things. Everyone can. But, you know, one thing I would say is they don't allow you to do things that you're not ready for. For example, you know, if you uh, change the vibration of your hand and put it through a wall, if you go, oh, my God, you know, you, you, suddenly um, you, you're distracted and the hand will change, you'll destroy your hand. So they, they won't allow you to do gifts that you're not centered for, you know, and things like this. But I think, uh, you know, that brought me to, uh, okay, we're doing healing. I get it, you know, and uh, and... I also meditate a long time. When I, when I realized about healing gifts, I don't use anyone else's modality. And people say, well, why is that? You know, and the answer is because the Mekilzdek beings I work with, uh, if, you know, if you know what Mekilzdek is, mm -hmm. it's, it's basically 
I wanted to understand the healing from my gift, you know, because everyone, everyone's gift is different. Your gift is different. Mine is, everyone's is, and it may work in a different way. So I spent about four years in meditation, probably four to six hours a day, and they showed me cause and effect of things like leukemia, you know, cancers, and it all made oh, you know, I remember um, getting the leukemia one, you know, one morning, two o'clock, they showed me a vision of how it works. And I thought, oh, that makes sense. And, you know, it's, for example, it's basically if the liver drops below 20%, there's too much toxin in the body, so it starts to kill off the stem cells. So, you, you know, you, your white blood cell count goes off balance, and of course, because the stem cells are dying. So, first of all, you've got to work on the liver, you know, work, rebuild the stem cells, get rid of the toxins. And, you know, we've got rid of leukemia in many people, you know, it's, it's incredible. But you can't heal something, I don't think, if you, can, if you don't really understand how it works. And that's one of the keys, because... You know, as starseed, the starseed people and, and there's human beings who've just, you know, been reborn to learn, you know, and the starseeds have come here to really help uh, pull from the ethers the, you know, the things we need down here, because, of course, it's a it's a third dimensional world of free will. So unless you're actually down here, you can't interfere with humanity's free will. So that's why all these starseeds have been born to, you know, but of course, they're hijacked and, you know, so many starseeds, bless them, you know, uh, they, they attack you, you know. The, the reptilian races and things, you know, so it's, it's very interesting. Um, you said so much in there. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's great. No, don't, don't misunderstand me. It's so rich. I feel like I'm at a banquet table, right? And it's like, oh, what do I have first, right? You know, uh, but I, I, wow, it's like, okay. So when you are doing your healing work, right? You, you're doing that long distance mostly? Yeah, I do all long distance. Uh, I can remote view into people's bodies. So what's remote viewing? Well, it's it's almost like uh, getting a vision, you know. They'll give you several visions, and I can, it's like having a window in your mind, you know. And You've got like, oh, let's have a look at the liver. Let's have a look at the womb. Let's have a look at the underneath the breast, see if there's any tumours, and look at the heart and look at the brain. And so you have all these things. You can be moving around, you know, making sure... Because it's psychic surgery, you know, what I also do is because it's long distance, you know, put people in portals and bond it into Merkbar fields from the ultimate dimension. So the McKeel's deck beings can come through and do things to your body. But of course, they can't do anything to your body until you raise that body's vibration. Because if it's low, it's like having a brick wall. So you've got to raise their vibration to a level where the McKeel's deck beings can walk in and do stuff, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. You know, the, the results are amazing. So I'm going to oversimplify. So you're basically connecting, creating space, opening portals, pulling people's energy bodies to where you're at. I, I probably may, might or might not be using right the right lingo. And then yeah. the, the Melchizedek beings um, help you and they, they step in. Are, are, they yeah. in. are they other dimensional? Are they? In yeah, they're, they're ultimate, ultimate dimensional beings. They actually sit with the prime creator. They were kind of responsible for creating exactly the cash records. You know, I don't really know that. Because that beings created cash records after the prime creator created all this third dimensional structure. And the reason for that is because it, they knew at that time that there'd be time machines. So, so the reason why I created um, a cash records is because if you're on this timeline, if you go back in time on your timeline, it's one timeline. So you go back to say, for example, 1936, you see Hitler there, and you want to take him out or do something with him, you can't because you can't alter his timeline because it's already happened from going back in time on one timeline. 
So it stops people from changing the time-space continuum. And that's a really key thing. Because if you did that, we would not be able to live here, you know. Wow. Yes, exactly. Yeah, totally. But, but um, of course, in the future, you know, you have, you know, if you're standing here on one timeline, you have ultimate timelines. You, know, you can you can go be a chef or you can go be a hairdresser. You can, you, know, you can do what you're doing now, divine alignment things, healing, you know, rob a bank, go to jail. You know, it, it's an infinite timeline, you know, uh, infinite timelines in the future. Uh, thank you, because I was just going to ask that question. So if we cannot or do not want to <laughs> go back and mess with that back there, because you're right, once you change one little thing, you could change all kinds of trajectories. But from yeah. this moment right here, right now, we can choose the timeline or yeah, any timeline. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's, it's just uh, a yeah, faith I pull that out. Yeah. One, one of the biggest things I've found, you know, people say, well, how, how did you start the ministry? And, you know, because I'm scared because if I start something, how am I going to live off it? Well, right there, you know, you're telling God, well, I can't live off it. So God said, well, I was just about to write you a check. But I'm like, you know, I think, I think, again, it gets to that place and it takes time. But as you raise your vibration, you release emotion. So your triggers disappear. You know, emotions create patterns, so you change your patterns of your mind instead of into like, oh, well, you know, it's not going to happen into, wow, it's going to happen. So if you keep policing your thoughts all the time, you'll get to a point where, you know, everything's like positive. I mean, and yeah. the other thing about gratitude, you know, gratitude is part of surrender. You know, to me, it's a way of life. I know, you know, people have said, get a gratitude stone. God, you've got five minutes. I'm, I'm grateful for my wife, for my car, a few things. Right, that's it. We're done. You know, it doesn't work like that. You know, gratitude to me is a way of life. You know, just being like, wow, isn't it amazing I can do this thing? And I think if you can find your gifts and and get to a place where it's not a job, it's a way of life. You know, I think you just enjoy life all the time because it's part of what you do. And, you know, you, you get up in the morning, you're leaping out of bed going, yeah, let's do it. You know, and you get all excited for the day instead of, oh, you know, I've got to go to work again. <laughs> You know, if you're feeling that, then you've got to change your life right now because we don't have much time on this planet. You know, it's it's a short life, like 90 years, 50, whatever it is, you know, and you just got to have every single second, a minute of every day absolutely precious. And to me, it's about helping people. Yeah, I, I was um, thinking about what you were saying, like what I said earlier in the show, I'm like, let's do this, right? Come on, let's go. That's always me, right? But um, I also know that what you're saying is vitally important for people to hear because I've got so many people coming to me and they're, they're like, oh, you know, it's not that I'm unhappy, but I'm unhappy, right? And to me, that means they're not doing their divine purpose, you know, and I'm also with you. I think serving others, I don't know, you know, if I'm feeling bad, I'm just like, oh, I'll just go help. <laughs> well, exactly, better, you know. Right? <laughs> You know, so I want to talk to you a little bit about people's divine plan um, and the meaning to life and how does that play into our health, our happiness? I mean, it kind of seems obvious, but let's go through it for people that. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's all it. it's all balanced. I mean, to me, you know, if you find your divine plan, whatever that is, I mean, you know, mine's not um, I mean, I can do cooking with a recipe, but am I a chef? The answer is no. You know, someone gave me three or four ingredients and a bit of meat or something, so cook something amazing you know um you know and there were things that i didn't experience i wouldn't know what levels to put in and you know chefs are creators you know and they create things that tantalize your taste buds so well you know they put love in the food 
you know, same with uh, art, you know, can I paint a picture? No, you know, if I went to a, an art gallery, they'd say, oh my God, get out and don't come back, you know, because it's so dreadful. It's not my gift, but my gift is healing, you know, and I, I love doing it, you know, and it's not just about healing, it's, it's supporting people, it's being there for them. You know, how many people do, you know, Lugetti, you must have heard it, you know, well, ever since I got here, I just don't belong here. You know, I, I, I was asking God, did you drop me off at the wrong planet? <laughs> it's, it's not. So my answer is, listen, you good in God's queue. So what I recommend next time is, you know, if, if, if God asks for volunteers, just say, hang on a sec, got a funny tummy, run in the toilet, lock the door and stay in there <laughs> until all the people have been volunteered, then come out, oh, maybe next time, you know, it's okay. <laughs> and then, you know, I was just messing, but but it's true, you know, it's really, really important to, you You agreed to come down here, and of course, when you're up there having champagne with God and doing stuff, you know, and it's all high vibration, it's love and everything else, you know, they, they kind of show you what the lifetime's going to be like, and, you, you know, well, you've got reptilians that are going to attach to you. The food's hijacked, the air's hijacked, uh, you know, all pharmaceuticals are hijacking you, you know, and, and you know, there's bifurcation, there's there's manipulation, mind control, all this sort of stuff. Oh, don't worry, let's just have another sip of Of course, you get down, <laughs> this is nuts. <laughs> and you know before you come. But, you know, it's an, it's an interesting thing. I'm, I'm just going to put it out really quick, but interesting thing between education and violation. Now, the greys have violated people. They've, they've abducted them, stolen their body parts. That's a complete violation. But education is where, you know, you know reptilians are trying to attach to you, whether it's draconian, snake beings, whatever. Uh, Luciferians connect to the Vatican. They're all trying to attach to you to, to drag your vibration down and to try and mind control you. And so is that a violation? No, because you knew when you got here that they're there. And it's about growth and learning how to keep them out and raise your vibration. So there's a very close call between violation and education. You said something in there, and I want to pull it out because I know people's ears went, what? What did he just say? Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, attachments or curses or black magic. I don't want to go too far into it because I want to keep the vibration high. But um, it's been a while. You know, I do talk to people about this all the time. Like sometimes the things that are going on with us are being, how would I say, manipulated might be the right word. We're being manipulated. Yeah. But I, I do have people come to me all the time going, oh, my God, Loretta, I I don't know why I'm doing this thing or I keep thinking this or I keep, you know, I'm, I'm addicted to this, you know, whatever it is, and I can't seem to get away from it. Can you talk about that? And maybe there's more than one thing in that comment. Well, the reptilians, you know, the Anunnaki, Draconians, uh, Luciferians, they're all there to actually try and drag humanity down. It may be something for another show, but fundamentally, uh, their energy is really, reptilian energy is really addictive, you know. So if they put that energy out, you know, through the YouTube channel and through, um, you know, various other means like Netflix and CNN, all, all you know, well, not CNN, but all the news channels and, you know, uh, it becomes addictive. So, you know, I've seen people literally just like, oh, my God, I've got to watch it again. I've got to watch it again. And, you know, they become addictive. And, uh, and you know, what they're doing is rile themselves up because they're learning things. A lot of it's, you know, the reptilians, when you're channeling, they, they an, a, mo a lot of channelers don't clear the path. So what they're doing is they're, they're channeling reptilians. They give you, like, three truths, like, oh, Loretta, you should be doing this. And, you know, yeah, that's great. And then suddenly you'll come to the big lie, huge lie, like, Right, Loretta, they're saying that you've got to go to France, 
you've got to buy that house with a pink roof, red doors, and green whatever, you know. Um, oh, right. And so what they're doing is they're instilling in your mind, like mind control, oh, I better go to France. And, and believe you me, you'll find that house somewhere in France. And, oh, yeah, they were right, because you bought it. So, you know, they 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 kind of send you off, uh, you know, on a goose chase. And they're really good at it, you know. Hat off to them. It's incredible. So- so, um, you know, because I know people are wondering this question. Number one, um, by the way, I, I'm I'm so with you. Um, I, you know, I know you you experience this, and of course, you help clean and clear people out, right? But I do know when I'm listening to someone who is listening to some something they shouldn't be listening to. There's something about the quality of the information, and I'll go there. They're yeah, lying mm. to you. Mm. No, and that's no. the key, actually, Loretta. You know, for everyone listening. You are a sovereign being, and the only truth you have is you, you know, your intuition, you know, and you've got to, you know, if people give you readings, go with the intuition. Okay, what percentage is that correct? If it's not 100%, forget it, you know, and, and the same with channels, you know, if you listen to some channel, truth seeking, and this, that, and the other, and, you know, um, go with your intuition. Is this going to resonate with me? And if they say no, don't watch it, you know, go to something that really is, you know, proper information. Um, I think that's key. And the other thing is, if you if you are a channeler, you know, ask the being that is working with you, are you of God? Now, if you don't get an answer, they're not. Because any angelic being would say, yes, I am of God. Uh, negative beings or low vibrational beings can't speak the word God. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a good pointer. So they'll just blink at you. Yeah, well, they'll <laughs> just say nothing. Are you of God? If you get nothing, that means uh, it's, it's a, you know, uh, not so a good... It- if you get channel. nothing, because I do want people to have this, if you get nothing, how do you get rid of them? Oh, you send them back to God. Okay, dear God, I'm going to send this uh, creature, you know, whatever it is, or this being, back to you, God, with unconditional love and forgiveness, and just send them off. You know, they'll leave. And you know, but but when you raise your vibration, you'll find that because of your energy field mm-hmm. uh, is so high, these beings can't get near. So how do they manipulate? Oh, what they do is they go after people around you. And they mess with them. You know, we get it a lot at the ministry. If we take people on, you know, I've found it in, in the past that, you know, they get attacked by entities, they get all grumpy and, you know, discompopulated. And wow, you know, so we have to now keep healing people who work for us because otherwise they're, they're going to get attacked. And and they love it because the self-growth, you know. So, if, if you know, it's it's amazing. Wow, we could do like, a, a, you know, three a series of three shows on that alone. I know we could. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to kind of point that out to the listening audience, because we are talking about our health. We're talking about vibration. We're talking about frequency. And, you know, we're talking about what you what you attract and what you don't attract in, in many, many different ways here. Um, so when we're ta- when we bring that into the scope of our health, our health and well-being, um, talk a little bit more about the work that you do with people. And I think I heard you say you're doing uh, group sessions three times a week. Is that what you said? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Monday, 9 o'clock Central Time, Thursday, 5 p.m. Central Time, and Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Time. And, they're, you know, if you just register them, they're, they're free to join. If you want to make a donation, great. If you don't, that's okay. You know, uh, just come on them because that's why we do it, you know. Okay. And that can help people get um, uh, c- cleared and healed i mean i'm using the word healing forgive me i'm you know legally we've got to say wellness or something (laughs) increase yeah i I always say look (laughs) legally i'm not an md go sort your doctor but you know we we work on energy and stuff yeah you're right 
yeah, yeah, it's exactly right. Um, so talk about keeping our vibration higher, raising our frequency, because people use those words all the time. What do you mean? Well, it's actually getting your vibration. So cells are vibrating higher. And, and the thing is about it is this, you know, if you get depressed, like some big thing happens in your life, it's happened to everybody. Look at this state of the world at the moment, bifurcation, you know, the families all separated, you know, religions, you know, politics, every separated and a lot of hatred in the world. It's sad, you know, but, but it's important to take a step back from that. But one of the things I found is that, you know, when people are really low and, you know, depressed and, you know, exhausted, it's because uh, A, their vibration's really low, B, they've got an attachment, and C, they've got a ton of emotion. So, you know, how do you address that? Well, first of all, we remove the attachment. They're in a portal. But, you know, one of the key instruments to healing, and, and people don't get this, and I've seen it with many healers, is they give them a bit of energy. Great, but what happens in two hours when that energy subsides? It's helped a bit, but not enough not to raise your vibration above these creatures, you know, these reptilian things. So they just go and reattach. So you've got to protect yourself. While you're doing healing, you've got to, we've got a 27 East Chair at Merkabar Field Prayer. It's probably the most powerful prayer you'll ever see to, for protection. And it also helps with shedding and all the stuff going on. Um, if you say that it, three times a day, morning, mid-afternoon, evening, then it would allow uh, you to get your vibration up and protect you and stop these things from reattaching. Because if they, re if they attach, Anunnaki Draconian sit in the abdomen they hang on the shoulders or neck, so neck's really tight. They sit in the abdomen because it gets bloaty. It paralyzes the intestines. It paralyzes the adrenals. It paralyzes the liver, so you get headaches, you know, all this. It taps on the lower back, damages the L4, L5 disc, and it sends you negative thoughts, and they're not your thoughts, you know. So if you do get thoughts, so you think, where are these coming from? It's coming from an attachment. And, you know, like I say, 98 99% of people who come to us for healing have an attachment, you know, first time, and... As long as you say the prayers, it's gone, and then we raise the vibration, release the emotion, and they get to this really great place. Wow, I feel, you know, it's my job. I'm, I'm not a guru. I don't believe in gurus. All that stuff's gone. You are your own guru. And, you know, I just want to help people get back to their sovereign guru self, you know, and get that high vibration so you get excited for life again. Because you've got to find joy as well. You know, people say, well, how, how do I navigate my life? Well, just look what's around you, you know. I don't enjoy going to restaurants anymore because the food tastes like awful, you know. I don't know what's happened to the food, but, you know, whatever. So we don't go, uh, which means that, you know, around the ministry building or around the house or whatever, you've got to find joy in what you do. And I love cooking, you know. I need a recipe, of course. I'm not a chef. Just just do something that you really enjoy, things you really like, planting. We go, we go we've go. we got a property about uh, uh, half an hour away, 40 acres, full of trees. And so you go and sit there, you know, and it's got a campfire and you can have fun there. And when you sit amongst trees, you can feel like all your energy just like relaxing. Like, oh, this is great. <laughs> so do things like that, you know, things that bring you joy because everyone thinks they have to run 100 miles an hour, you know. People go to work, you know, they're trying to keep up with their job because they're doing four or five people's work of, of 10 years ago. Uh, and then, you know, they're worried about getting fired, so getting PTSD, they get home, not enough money to pay the bills, oh, food's rocking up. But, you know, if you actually take a step back from that, you don't worry about it. Everything is in divine alignment, you know. Uh, but, of course, you've got to get rid of that PTSD and anxiety and ADD, ADHD. And we have uh, instruments for that. They're, they're basically, they're healing meditation. All you have to do is lie there, sit and listen to them. It releases the emotion related to the PTSD or the anxiety uh, using the peculiar beings from the intervention of my voice, gets them in. 
And it also goes in and works on the uh, GABA, you know, serotonin, the adrenals, GABA in the brain, uh, dopamine to rebalance those neurochemicals. So you get, you know, you get out of that OCD or ADHD uh, situation. And I work with a lot of psychiatrists and they've had a profound effect, you know, psychotherapists, psychiatrists all over the world. So that, that's been that's been great. I love your information uh, so much. I want to remind the listening audience that my guest is uh, Christopher Macklin, and he's got a great book, Centering the Mind. And I really recommend that you get it. And also, um, your what is your website, Christopher? Yeah, it's globalenlightenmentproject.com. Yeah, and, and I'm just saying this, we're not done talking yet. I'm just putting it out there because I felt inspired <laughs> to do so. For the people listening, you know, go there and check it out because, um, you know, you can get into one of these group healing sessions or maybe more than one and, and start to get yourself, as I say, back online, you know, get, get this stuff cleaned out of you. Uh, attachments, curses, black magic, people um, that come to see me quite often don't believe that's real. And then when we clear things out, they're, they're startled and they'll go, my life. I know that, wow, it feels so, so much better. You know, like curses and rituals. I mean, of course, the, the satanic uh, deep state instruments here to create mass curses and rituals that they do with sacrifice, everything else. But forget about that. Even if someone gets angry, like, you know, they can actually create a ritual curse actually without even realizing it because they're focusing negative energy to you. So very important to break those, you know, spells, curses, energy rituals. Yeah, I think that's a really great thing to bring out because I I talk to people about that too, going, you do realize that if someone hates you and they're just sending you that awful energy, that they're actually cursing you. You know, there's something going on there. And if you're doing it back, right? So I really think we're in a time where we need to become very responsible for our consciousness and our energy and what it is that we are putting out there. And like I said, be co-creators. Come on, you know, let's get our sovereignty back. Let's do this thing, right? Well, I think um, we've also got to, you've also got to set boundaries as well. You know, the, the bifurcation, the separation or the, you know, the fragmented families now, Vax versus no Vax, mass versus no mass, religion, you name it, it's there. I think, you know, my perception of this is, is this, is because, you know, my father, uh, I gave him a lecture on this. He's 87. He's a, he's pretty crabby, you know, whatever. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> he'll never change. But... <laughs> I call him a crabby old shit, but no, I shouldn't say that. We love. Dad, don't, yeah. don't watch. I'll be in trouble. I mean, always yeah. in trouble. Just don't start up the vacuum cleaner. Don't get that going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, switch the vacuum. But, you know, as a saying in England, you're always in the poo. It's just the depth that varies. <laughs> so anyway, you know, I, I think I gave him a lecture on this. I said, look, you know, you believe in the thing I don't, you know, uh, you know what I'm talking about. So... And I said, you're trying to shame me for it. I said, but dad, who's right or wrong? And I said, your perception of what the thing is and what's happening in the world is your perception from your knowledge. My perception is very different. I work with, you know, world-leading toxicologists and, you know, people who have looked at all this stuff and know it all about it. So my perception is different. But who's right or wrong? And there is no right or wrong. It depends on your perception from your understanding and your research. And so... Why go and shame somebody, you know, if they believe completely the opposite than you, you know, but I'm finding people say, well, you know, unless you take a jab or something, you know, you're not never going to come see me again. And this is mothers to their daughters or, or grandparents that, you know, it's just, you think, you know, and my, they say, well, what do I do? And my answer is, well, look, 
if love is all based around a needly thing, then it's no love at all. So you have to set boundaries. I mean, don't buy into that. Because one thing I would say about star seeds is because you, a lot of star seeds are spliced in at birth. So that means, you know, the egg and the sperm, they abduct the mother or, uh, you know, put the egg and the sperm in or the sperm or whatever. And then they put you back down here. And they do that because they need to get enough DNA light body to be able to interface the soul. And that's definitely with Actorians, definitely with Michiel's dead beings. Palladians, not so much because, um, it, you know, the soul sits much better because it depends on dimension and everything else. So, you know, when you get here, you really kind of not a lot to do with your parents, really, genetically. Um, <laughs> and they don't get you at all. They just think you're nuts. And, you know, you just get shamed all the time. And, well, you know, whatever. So, you know, I, I view my father as he's not my father. My father's in, in the ethos, you know. So he's just, you know, he's just helped me really to support me while I was younger, you know, thinking I was nuts or whatever. And, and that's okay, you know. But, you know, it's important not to shame people. Go back to Jesus' teaching. Again, I'm not a Christian, but I love Jesus' teachings. Don't shame people. Don't judge them. You know, just love them for who they are. But sometimes you have to set boundaries of that to make sure that you don't start ingesting all their kind of negative emotion. And, you know, and I've set really clear boundaries with my father. We start on about stuff. Oh, Dad, there's someone at the door. Got to go by. Love you. I'm gone. You know, uh, and that's not being rude. That's just, we're cutting you off because I'm not listening to this stuff anymore. Really important boundaries. I, uh, when I was reading your book, took some notes. And one of the things I wrote down is wisdom beyond forgiveness, wisdom beyond <laughs> forgiveness, right? Which yeah, I yeah. think is really what you're talking about. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes we say uh, forgive and forget. And I'm like, actually, uh, I always tell people forgiveness isn't what you think. You know, it's really okay to say what that, what happened there was not okay. But what you want to do is put it down, put it down and move on with your life and, and, and be wise, right? And then well, heal, yeah, and and, you know. and also um, get some unconditional love back into the person. You know, it's no use. Oh, I forgive them, but you don't really. You know, and I, I've worked with people on this where they've been raped or sexually abused, whatever. You know, and if you go back to that timeline and you get that person in your face, when you can face that person, and you can say, okay, uh, thank you for the blessing of your particip participation in my life. I bless you on your journey. I'm going to send you my unconditional love. What happens on that timeline in the past is you inject unconditional love. It comes up the timeline and you'll feel different about the whole situation. But, it, you know, people say, well, how, how can you do, how can you forgive somebody? Well, you can, because always going back to the quote, you know, the biggest um, uh, things that happen in your life, you know, the biggest events are the best for growth. Uh, they really are, you know, so. So there, I'm looking at the clock going, what? We've still have some time, <laughs> but it's going by fast. Um, you have uh, some wonderful things. You have a mind, uh, body, spirit healing series. And um, can you talk a little bit about that? And also, man, we're going to have to do this quick. You also have protocols for removing viruses from the body and um, uh, anybody who's suffered from vaccine damage. And so just sort of touch on that and... Yeah, that, what, what it is, is I've been working with uh, HIV AIDS, Agent Orange, Morgellons, which is the nanotech, which we know all about, and Agent Orange. And um, we have a protocol, we developed it. Um, and what it is, is McKillsdeck's created cash records. There's only two McKillsdeck beings who can split your timeline. You are now in two. So what we've done is it took a long time to understand the particles, how they work, and they hide, you know, different dimensions. 
So what we do is we split your timeline in two, where, what you are now, and you go on the path of divine alignment, complete wellness, where all the stuff is out of your body, you know, like the particles and, and all the stuff, the particles and spirochetes and, you know, um, bacterial infections, anything, is split out of the body on timeline Sunday. It's a 20-week program. We work on it every single day, and it's, it's got rid of Morgellons, got rid of Lyme, got rid of Agent Orange and HRV and AIDS, Completely, you know, and um, I can't say it's healed because that's illegal, but I can say it seems to have stripped out of the body and it's never come back. But one of the things you have to do is, of course, when you strip it out after 10 weeks, when, when the timelines are separated enough and when your vibration's high enough, we invoke a DNA change to reset your DNA back to the blueprint because the reason why all this stuff uh, replicates in the body is because your DNA is damaged by agrobacterium, that's in GMO foods and in, in previous vaccines and stuff that damages the allows stuff to replicate. So, so that's been profound. Absolutely. Wow. I am, I'm sitting here just listening to, uh, I just want to say the listening audience, you know, my guest, Christopher Macklin, his book, Centering the Mind, and also his website, uh, uh, globalenlightenmentproject.com, I believe is what you said. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, there is help out there, and I want to remind people we're not medical doctors, uh, but we are <laughs> woo-woo people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? Um, anything that we can do that will raise our vibration and get us more in alignment with who we are, I think, is a really, really uh, wonderful thing. It's a real gift. Um, what is the most important thing that you want people to take away from our talk today? The most important thing is remember you are a sovereign divine, but everyone is, and everyone's got a divine gift. And it, it, you know, people say, Well, I don't want my gift is the gift actually is something that you don't really have to work, you know, on. I mean, I took degrees in masters, electronics control, software systems, I worked on aircraft autopilots and all this. That's not my gift. I, I have to train for that. My gift is when you don't have to really train, it's just there, you know, and you get downloads. So, for example, you know, if you're an amazing chef or you know, kids at four, they can be, a, you know, I've seen them on, on YouTube where they're like a concert pianist, you know, whoa, this is a gift. That's that's not training for that, you know. It's definitely a gift. So if you can find your, you know, uh, natural gift, whether it's planting food, you know, growing food, whether it's, you know, chef, anything, you know, working with trees, working with animals. I've seen, you know, so many different things. That'll give you back your passion because when it's a gift, you don't have to try, you're just natural at it. Wow, you're natural with animals you can talk to them you know i can talk to animals i talk to trees that's why people think i'm nuts you know but uh, <laughs> but that's okay you know i love it you know i mean you know if you can find that divine gift and and you know don't think about the money the money will flow where love goes money flows and so if you put enough love into it don't even think about the money i never think about money with this thing and you know it's it's busy it has to be busy to pay all the staff and everything else and you know i never worry about money it's just it's just always there you know and has been for the last 14 years. So, um, you know, just think about that passion, that gift. Where love goes, no, where money love, flows. I love this. Uh, that's my million dollar t-shirt. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got another one go, yay, you know. Yeah, uh, so thank you. You've got to so really have fun. Yeah, so everybody, thanks so much for listening. Please check out the work of Christopher Macklin, Centering the Mind, the Global Enlightenment Project. Christopher, it's been a real pleasure to have you on oh, my show. Thanks Thank for that. So bless your so heart. Much. I'll see you in the ethers. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Thanks, bless your heart. All right. Bye now. <laughs>